Has Been's podcast, man. Back at it again. This is episode 12. 12? Yeah, 12. Shit. Man. If you can come every week, bro, that, uh, that would definitely help me keep up with the numbers. Episode 12. We I'm got my boy to, Mike yeah. back. We had a test last week, man. Yeah, bro. And we got a special guest in the building, man, with my boy yes, Dayton Pope. What's up, bro? Nothing much, man. I'm happy to be here, bro. I appreciate you having me. Okay. Hey, man. Story about Dayton, man. Dayton might be. We talked about this before we got on this uh, on the set. Dayton might be the single reason I kept pushing to get wild card in this vision on just tap and just keep going and keep pushing and and, and pushing this whole project and this whole vision. Okay. Dayton, I don't think a lot of people know, but Dayton deserves the most credit. Well, not I won't say the most, but he deserves a lot of credit okay. for for pushing me to continue to push my dream and my vision and my passion. So, Dayton, for that, I say thank you for that and thank you for coming, my boy. We got to get some, like, some clap fucking animations or yeah, some shit. Yeah, something. I like that. <laughs> Listen, man, I, I take no credit, man. You doing what you're supposed to be doing, bro. I saw I saw that you had the gift, and, you know, I felt like it was my job to to push you to be the best person you could be and, you know, to, to come and share your talents and your gifts with others, you know, because, you know, oftentimes we, we sit and we don't give ourselves a chance. We don't take chances on ourselves, and I felt like, you know, it was time. So I'm just happy to be here and happy to be a part of what you have going on with Wildcard. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Bring the mic a little closer so you can kind of help yeah. you swivel a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So we in it. Uh, we got some. We got some. Some good topics. I think on the on the the docket today, man. Mike. Yes, before we get started, you already know what, what. What can they find us at, bro? Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Wildcard Sports, uh, website, Wildcard Sports. No, thewildcardsports.com. About to say you haven't gone to the wrong place, my yeah, boy. We man, cannot have that. Out. Uh, y'all follow us, subscribe. Road to 1K is real. Road to 1K, man. What about the road to 1K? Man, we're just trying to get to 1K. 1,000 subscribers, likes, follows, 1,000, man. When you see Wildcard, we need to see 1,000 next to it. That just that should just be the mantra, 1,000 yeah. plus. You know what I'm saying? To get uh, we're just trying to grow and and. and Expand our reach, and we just want to put this product in as many people's eyes and and, and paths as possible. So you know that's Definitely. just subscribe, share, and all that stuff just helps us out, man. So you know, continue to support, continue to to, to submit ideas. I promise you, we listening because uh, you know, we we trying to give everybody what they want to hear here. True. You know, at Wild Card, and especially on the Has Been's podcast. So without further ado, we gonna get into it, man. We gonna start the top the top with some boxing, man. We got a we got a fight this weekend, man. We got a Sir. fight. Oh, really? Errol Spence Jr., man, and, and Sean Porter, man. Okay. Now, I'm going to start this off. Dayton, Dayton is going to be like the wild card boxing guy, man. He is our boxing guy. When I when I got questions about boxing, because I'm not a boxing head, I just like to watch it. Mm-hmm. This is who I come to about boxing. So, yes, we're going so to open it up with boxing. First question I got for you, Dayton. How big is this fight? Because I think... Casual fans or people who watch boxing for a lot, they just kind of gravitate towards the shit talking, how much shit is being spoken mm-hmm. on on television and how much hype is around the fight. But a lot of people don't know kind of like, because I'll go back to like Fury and Wilder. I think people just were more interested because how big the fight was and the mm-hmm. shit talk yeah. and didn't understand the competitors that was entering the fight. So how big is this fight as far as the competitors? Well, it's a big fight. Big fight. One of the biggest fights of the year. Um, probably going to be one of the most action-packed fights of the year. Errol Spence, um, great body puncher, 
great technician, and also he can brawl if he needs to. So if you don't know, Errol Spence got popular um, when he was first, you know, sparring with Floyd Mayweather. He was actually one of the only people to kind of give Floyd a problem in the ring. And, you know, as legend has it, he ended up blacking Floyd's eye. Hey, during one popped him up one? Cold. Yeah, popped him up one. Floyd actually kicked him out the gym. And they I was about to say, I'm sure Floyd didn't like yeah, that. Yeah, he didn't like that. He kicked him out <laughs> the gym, and, and, you know, they was feuded he, for a little bit. Was he able to come back? Yeah, he eventually okay, okay, was able okay. to come back. But this is a, a huge fight. Um, Sean Porter, another dog, you know, has fought Keith Thurman and Kell Brooks and, and people of that nature, and he is actually – He's one of the bigger one of the bigger names in the world in the um welterweight division. So I think that it's gonna be an action packed fight. And this is a fight that I think a lot of casuals will be watching. Because Arrow is he's created a presence in, in Dallas that's pretty big. Like he's been he's um real, he's close with Jerry Jones. He's been fighting at the Cowboys Stadium. Um so he's now building his brand. So I think that it'll be a, a big fight. It's definitely not one to miss out on. Definitely. Okay. So, with that being said, um, another thing I saw, because you know me, I like to do a little, enough research to know what the hell I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So, I, I hear Sean Porter is known for not being afraid to take the big fight. Right. So, that always comes to question, because you know me, and you get into it with the, the resume. We always talk resumes, and you always tell me I'm wrong about Floyd, and you we talk resumes. Right. So speaking on that, and they say, so clearly I, I can hear about what people say, Sean Porter, he's going to fight any and everybody. Can you say that Spence, now you say he's a technician, and we talked off the set, and you, you, you told me what you felt about him. Do you feel like his resume stacks up with Porter's to, to be able to, you know, justify what you're saying because he's the undefeated fighter in here. So right. is his resume – Stacking up with the with the record. Well, I I put it like this. Um, a lot of people would say no because they haven't seen Errol challenged. But Errol actually, Errol Spence and Sean Porter actually have a mutual competitor. Um, they both fought Kell Brooks. Sean Porter, of course, took the L to Kell Brooks. I think back in like 2014. Um, and Errol Spence actually beat Kell Brooks. Actually. Broke one of his eye sockets. Mm. So, the only reason that Errol Spence probably doesn't have such a, a as big of a resume as Sean Porter has is because a lot of those fighters have been ducking Errol Spence. Sean Porter for a while was was ducking Errol Spence, and you know Errol chased him down, hawked him down, and and now they finally made him. the fight. Yeah, and they has to see him, but. I don't necessarily think that Sean really wanted to take that fight. But now that he's in it, you know, I think that he he's embraced the fact that they're about to be they're about to compete with each other this Saturday. And I think even when you watch the interviews, it seems like Sean is trying to psych his psych himself out to fight Errol, but man, nobody wants problems with Errol in that division. That that's that guy. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so the welterweight division, we got Spence, Porter, and my guy. You know my guy, Who you got? Pac-Man. Oh, Lord. So Pac-Man. Spence got one belt, right? Okay. Am I right? Correct me yeah. if I'm wrong. Spence got one yeah. belt. IBF. Porter got one belt. The WBC. And my yeah. boy, Manny. 
WBO. He just took out Keith Thurman to get that yeah. one, didn't he? Yeah. Now, see, that I knew before he even cut. I ain't had to do no research. We pack involved, you feel me? So, with that one, is the winner's, is the path Pacquiao, or is Pacquiao not a part of that welterweight path? He just kind of got the belt, but nobody sees him no more as the now a challenger. Or, or I won't say a challenger, but a true champion. So, this, this Saturday, this is a unifying bout um, for – both the titles, so whoever wins will both have, have both the WBC and the IBF um, title. But I think the path is Pacquiao, possibly after this fight, but ultimately the fight that everybody wants to see is Errol Spence versus Terrence Crawford. That's my guy. Now that's going to be the one. Now that one I, I can't even call. I don't know who I have in that one. But I feel like I think Errol's going to win Saturday. I I think that he stopped Sean Porter. But after that, if he faces Pacquiao, I, I feel like he destroys Pacquiao. Hey, this is off youth. I, what do you think, youth? I think and, I, to, and, and obviously technical skill, but I think the youth will prevail on that one too, don't you think? That and on top of the fact that Errol Spence is a big welterweight. He's, he's a big guy. I heard he got he, some power too. He has a lot of power. And you know that he's, he spars heavyweights. So yeah, I it, think that 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 will be a dangerous, dangerous fight for Pac. Sorry yeah. to cut you off, but it's just on my mind. It's not written down. Is the welterweight division? Because I'm hearing these names. Is it the is it the best division in boxing? Because it's because all the names that I know outside of the big heavyweights. Uh, and uh, you know I, what I I think I told you the Terrier. You I like the what a Loma. What's the Lomachenko? Lomachenko. I like him too, but I don't. What's what's I don't know what class he's in. Lomachenko uh, is a. Light, lightweight, I believe. Okay. Yeah. But all the other names that I hear, the big names, the big fights, it's coming out of, it seems like this welterweight, this 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 weight category. This, do you think this is where the most skilled boxers, I guess, lie right now? Well, I think that boxing is making a big comeback. Um, you have a lot of great fighters coming up in different divisions. Like you have, um, you have Errol Spence, you have Terrence Crawford, you have Manny Pacquiao. Well, to where you have Keith Thurman, you have Sean Porter, but then you also have your heavyweights coming back. You have um, Tyson Fury, you have Anthony Joshua, even though he just lost to Andy Ruiz. Um, that's an up-and-coming fighter. And, of course, you got that guy, the monster, which, you know, I don't even have to mention his name. Right. One knocking everybody out, Deontay Wilder. From T-Town. Then you have young guys coming up. Um you have you have a lot of you have a lot of people you have um like you mentioned uh um Lomachenko. Lomachenko. And then you also have um some you have some other fighters. I I I, I lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, yeah. But boxing is coming back heavy. Okay, okay. That that damn I didn't I didn't got lost because I didn't threw everybody off of this random ass question so let me get back on the script maybe that's just the best way to get it back uh where we at so we gonna cut off the script real quick we're not off the script but on the script but away from more boxing mm -hmm. where you watching the fight at this weekend Dayton? I know man, you I take boxing serious so yeah we, so I have to watch it at the house man <laughs> you gotta watch I mean, it at the I, house yeah, I okay. can't go to a bar man and shit everybody's all noisy <laughs> nah man I'm one of those I really I try I want to get in the fight because I want to see what's going on what's happening I'm analyzing at the same time. Yeah. Right, because that's like me with with the Laker games, man. The Laker games, I can't. I don't like to go to the games. I don't like to watch the finals. I watch the finals by myself. I watch all big games by myself. You right. know what I'm saying? And 
So the only thing I'm doing, I'm I'm damn to take and score myself counting rounds. <laughs> and so earlier, the two other fighters that I wanted to mention, Shakur, Shakur Stevenson mm-hmm. and Devin Haney. Okay. And, and Javante Davis. That's so, a, Todd told me about Javante, yeah, Javante Davis. Davis He's been monster. telling me about him. Yeah, yeah. Young cat, young cat. Mm-hmm. That's who I think. I think he's going to take Lomachenko down. Lom- you think so? That's who he's gunning for. How many years you think that's away? Couple years. I think it's sooner than later. Really? Honestly, I think okay. it's sooner than later. Okay. I sound like I know a little shit. Yeah, yeah. I think it's sooner than later. Mike, what you what you watching? You watching the fight? You didn't even know about the fight till you came here today, huh? No fight. I know no fight, man. Look, man, you gonna be back in T Tizzle, man. You got to put it, have everybody at the fight, man. No, have a man. fight party at the crib. That's gonna be the that's the play. Better play Saturday. Then do have a fight party with the after party. The fight celebrating party. Bama win, man. Y'all play. We ain't gonna even get into Bama in college football because they that <laughs> shit ain't shit. So you gotta watch the fight, man. So yeah, you gotta watch yeah, the man. fight because I definitely ain't big fight. I like to watch good. That's fights. a pay per view though, man. I, I don't have pay per view. Man, it's just go. To, that's why you go to a fight party when you ain't got it, you know. But um, speaking of that, so since fight parties, that's what that's the next thing. I didn't been to a couple fight parties today, and I didn't I didn't been blessed to go out with him and watch a fight a couple times too. Yeah. Bug. Uh, when you go to a fight party, Dayton, what are some rules? What are, what are some what are just some taboos? Some some no nos? Some just so that people who listen and when they go to a fight party, because there's gonna be a lot of them this weekend, they just steer away from this type of behavior. What, you, what, what can you think of? Well, depending on where you're watching the fight at. If you're watching the fight at somebody's house, do not get up and walk in front of the TV during the round. Don't do that. Yeah, push, push, I don't push. like that. That's a big taboo. Yeah, you got to just be able to sustain yourself for three minutes. You feel me? For three minutes. Three minutes intervals, sustain, pit stop, get back to it, man. That's just how it goes. Mike, you, what you got? Music. Gonna, music? You got to turn the music off on it, though. When the fight going on. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, yeah, definitely. Y'all, yeah, you definitely got to stop the music. I want to hear the, the the commentary. I need to hear some of the blows. So sometimes that, that matters for me. You know? I need yeah. to hear how powerful that punch was. Right. Mm-hmm. You yeah. feel me? My my number one rule, you feel me? You got to have a good crowd. You got to invite the right people, you feel okay. me? That's so very important. That's the yeah. key. So if you, you, you got to... Invite people that care about like the craft, regardless of if they know it. You gotta you gotta invite people that care about sports and care about preparation and, and actually care about coming and watching people put on a uh I guess they athletic displays. You know, I, I like to invite people that care. You know what I say about that? I say you're right, but you have so many more casuals than you do actual fans of boxing. So well, I say tough. if you can at least invite if at least fifty percent of the people in the party actually care about boxing, you have a good party. You got, you got a good party. Got a good party. You got a good huh? party. You need at least a half of them to care. And Mike, you probably need some drink. Yeah, see, uh, in T Town, it's gonna be a hundred percent casuals, so it ain't gonna. It might not be a good party. Unless unless Wilder fighting, and you can get a Wilder fight, you can get a jump yeah. in T Town, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's wild okay, so I'm just man, I'm. I'm actually just really rolling my points right on okay. accident. What you got for me? Back to Wilder, Mike, since we know where you at with it. Okay. Wilder, Fury, Joshua. You feel me? That's the big talk in the heavyweight division. Okay. Who the best? Who you, who you think the best out of them three? I know you pay attention to that. Wilder, man. Wilder? Yeah, hands down. Dave. 
out of hands down. <laughs> I like Fury, man. Oh, man. Fury, you know me. I just like the unorthodox. You know, I love unorthodox things. I love, you know, stories. I love progression. I love to listen to kind of like somebody coming from something, fighting through something. So, you know, I love stories. I love the underdog. I love, but and then I love that he, you know, the first time I ever watched him fight, right. he got in the ring and proved like, like that what you see ain't what you about to get. Like you, you look at him and you think he about to, you know, he fat, sloppy, kind of like Butterbean, but skinnier, mm-hmm. you know, a skinny version of Butterbean. But then when he put them hands up, he throwing with some of the best I ever seen in that heavyweight division and, and that was like just you know I love shit like that, so I, I immediately gravitated towards Fury, and the boxing to go with it. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Fury as the as a top dog. Cause I think he before? won that. I think he won that fight, but I respect the fact that they wouldn't give him the fight um, because when you go into a championship fight, I think you got to go and really take the champ out. Yeah, you got to take the champ. Got to snatch him. And if you revisit that fight and you watch that fight again. For well, the first few rounds, the first few rounds arguably could have gone to Wilder. When you pair that with the two knockdowns, which really the last one should have been a knockout, it it, it sums up to being about even. Right, so, right. So I respected it. I respected it because I thought that no, oh, you 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 held your counter a little long. So I, I was I was along the lines. It was a great fight. Run it like that, and in in order to beat the champ, you real deal got to sweep the rug from exactly. up on them and. And when you get punched and you the one was on the canvas twice, nah, you, I can't give it to you, bro. Yeah, you got to go in yeah. there and take the baby. You got to take it from the champ. So, But I, was, I do think he's the better fighter. I think he's the better fighter. But Wilder, boy, he is a fucking sighted in Washington. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Anytime you get a fighter in the ring that could be losing and, and turn the whole fight around with one punch. One punch. Oh, yeah. I watched him take somebody's ribs out. I said, Lord. What's that meme he got? That meme? What is it? One. I forgot the meme. He was, I don't forgot what it was. He was mad at, bro, about the question. Yeah. He a scary oh, dude, day. bro. Yeah, to this, to this day. day. <laughs> to this day. To this day. And I got one last boxing question, Dave. Cause see, I got my answer, and I'm gonna answer it first. I don't I, I don't I wanna see how how you if you feel the same I way I feel. Know this is about to be controversial. Let me Best what's up. Fighter in boxing, like pound for pound. My answer, I'm gonna give you mine first, actually. I'm going Bud Crawford. Pound for pound, I think is the best box I've seen seen boxing last like two or three years. You know what? Maybe because he be on TV and shit too. <laughs> nah, that's a fair pick. Ooh, that's well, a fair I might pick. know what I'm seeing. That's a that's a fair pick. <laughs> okay, but between with me, it's between Bud Crawford and Errol Spence. Really? It's between see, those two. I ain't never I, – I hear you talk about Errol Spence all the time. Yeah. I've never watched anything. So Saturday will be the first time I'll see this guy yeah, fight. Check him out. I haven't – I really don't even want to go watch any of his old fights. I want to come in here and just, like, be like a little baby and just, like, mm-hmm. and just soak it. And I'm going to make my decision about how he fight there. But I hear nothing but high praise. Nothing but high praise. I'm I literally watched it. it. And when I was studying for, like, this part of the, set, the show – I literally watched the YouTube videos with my phone face down because I didn't want to see no tape. I just wanted to listen. Yeah, the key and just because I because I don't want to. I ain't. I don't know enough. I can't see enough tape in thirty minutes to talk enough about it anyway. Probably one of the best body punches we've seen since Marvin Hagler, bro. Shit, no exaggeration. Mm. I'm excited. I'm about to watch out. this. They, y'all excited? Because I'm excited. I'm a little. I'm always excited for big fights, oh, man. I'm this super is exci- excited. I, okay. I'm about to watch this. No, you're not. <laughs> Don't be home. No, you're not. 
No, you're not. We let's let's get into some shit you might watch. Okay, football. Oh yeah, football, but not the football we talking about. No, yeah, you know the picks and shit. That shit boring. I'm tired of picking teams on it and wasting my time. Yeah. We, y'all catch the picks. They coming out when they come uh, the picks. Wednesday, tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah, no they come right. out. We should wait till Thursday to drop them because I mean, I'll be having officially a, dropped Thursday. Yeah, because it was a it was a couple of picks I wanted back. Uh, but we pick early in the week, so you know some injuries happen. But either way, we're not gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about a little something different. Um. I think everything we talk about today, I think me and Dayton kind of had like a private discussion just on some low-key shit about. Uh, this one, um, interesting video dropped by the Players' Tribune, uh, I want to say a couple weeks ago, uh, called The State of the Black Quarterback. Mike, I don't know if you had a chance to watch it. Nope. You in school. I'm, 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 I'm going to excuse you. Let me, let me tell you what happened. So The State of the Black Quarterback, it was Warren Moon, E.J. Manuel. Those are former NFL quarterbacks. Uh, obviously, Warren Moon is a – Former NFL great, I think Hall of Famer. You know that. Yeah. Okay. Just make sure you know. We a little young. And then it was also featuring Deshaun Watson and Josh Dobbs. Uh where Doug Williams at? Relax, bro. Oh. Doug wasn't there. Okay. Not on this this set right here, but I got you. much homage to the great Doug Williams. We're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. Yeah. So in this in this video, about almost 30 minutes long, they just talked about kind of their journey as a black quarterback in professional football and all the stigmas they had to overcome and all of the the things they had to just overcome just being a black quarterback. Not just being a quarterback. It's hard enough being a quarterback. Right. Um, you get all the blame. You get all the glory. You truly have to prepare more than everybody. You truly have to conduct. It's a, it's a full-time job being, I think, NFL quarterback. So some of the points I took from it, because I can talk all day, because, you know, uh, I'm a weekly driver of the black quarterback committee. Uh my favorite quarterbacks in football are all black, not by mistake. Well, I mean, Breeze, my guy. It's not like I'm, Matt Ryan, too. I'm not biased. I hate that guy, and it has nothing to do with his color or anything. He's just a terrible quarterback. But I think the black quarterback has been undervalued. I think the black quarterback has been, I think, bringing so much popularity to the sport, but still facing, like, weird scrutiny. Like, But then they are the reason, like, that, you know what I'm saying? That everybody watches this and, and tunes on on Sunday. Oh, it, it's staggering when you when you listen to my point. How many black quarterbacks there are in the NFL? Starting quarterbacks in the NFL, mm-hmm. and some of the most exciting players in the NFL, some of the most grossing jersey selling players in the NFL are black quarterbacks. Right. But yet they face so much scrutiny. Warren Moon said um, it was a point where he said that he had to go to his pro day and run his forty slower. Because he feared they wouldn't take him serious as a quarterback. They they couldn't fathom that you can be fast, you can run, and throw. It was impossible. Because the first stigma was black people weren't smart. Black So right. black people aren't smart. The quarterback has to be smart. Black people can't be quarterbacks. Doug Williams flat out shattered that shit when he went, took the uh, Washington Redskins to the Super Bowl, one of the most amazing fucking performances. Everybody, I think, tries to overshadow that performance, and every year is like the greatest. That's really one of the greatest performances in Super Bowl history. It was by a black quarterback, Super Bowl MVP. He shut the door on that bullshit stigma that black people weren't smart and black people couldn't be quarterbacks and all that shit. But even now, 20-plus years later, how long? 30 years probably later, you know, you got quarterbacks here still, you know, sitting here thinking that, you know, they're being looked at as not as smart because they're black. 
and I'm gonna hop off my heart because I I fucking go all day about this shit. It pissing me off. Mike, how you feel about that, man? How you feel about the black quarterback and just the overall stigma of the black quarterback in the NFL? Um, uh, I feel like it's kind of a stigma. I mean, I, I, now I don't know. I feel like they give they got like more of an opportunity. College and NFL is more black quarterbacks playing. I feel like um, they're held maybe to maybe a slightly higher standard. I feel like if if they start losing or they do bad. They might be like quicker to you know lead the team. Like they already talking about Cam Newton maybe gone, right? Uh, Jameis Winston, you know what I mean. So I mean I I don't know if it's a huge stigma nowadays, but it was at some point. But I mean that's how I feel about it. And then Dayton, you said you actually had a chance to watch the video. I did. I did What'd you have think? A chance to watch it and um. Okay, so let me start here. We know throughout history, um, the quarterback position was always seen as the cerebral position. Right. Or the position where, you know, you're commanding a fleet of men. And it's one of those things where, of course, they felt like a black quarterback wasn't smart enough because it was just the, the metaphor for society. Like, black people are seen in society as not being smart enough. We're good enough to be a workhorse but not good enough to be leaders. So that translates to the football field. Whenever you see a black quarterback, it's always he has to be a workhorse. He got to be fast. He got to be able to, to – he can't stay in the pocket. He can't be an in-the-pocket quarterback. He got to go out there and put his body on the <laughs> like line. Like, what the fuck is you that? Know, end up like Michael Vick or, or Cam Newton hurt. And that's what they expect out of the black quarterback. If you can't run, if you can't run the ball – you know, you saw it with Colin Kaepernick. You saw it with Russell Wilson. You saw it with Michael Vick. You see it with Cam Newton. You see it with all, so many other black quarterbacks that you have to be ten times better than your white counterparts. And that's where the problem lies. Um, the thing is, me personally, I, and this, I haven't watched an NFL game in probably two, two to three years. And ever since the whole situation with Colin Kaepernick went down, I haven't watched it. And it's not solely because of Colin himself, but it's just about the treatment of the black players, period. You know, and because I could care less if Colin gets a job or not. And I and I didn't mean to segue into this topic, but I think it's fitting. It's just about the way that the player, the black players themselves are treated. You tell them that they, they can't protest. You tell them that they can't kneel, even though I felt like kneeling was actually showing a lot of respect for for the flag in a country where we have been marginalizing and haven't been treated as humans, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and imagine being playing in a sport where you are punished for your talent. <laughs> That's insane. To, to say that, you know, well, I couldn't run the 40 as fast as I possibly could because I was scared that that would take me out of the running for being a quarterback because I was too good. I was I'm too, too good. fast. I'm too fast. Therefore, like, they can't even imagine me having yeah. an arm worth a damn. Like, that's weird. And going back to what you said, Mike, about their leash being short as far as, like, I watched Nathan Peterman. And I don't think it's white or black. I don't try to make shit white or black. Like, I don't think that's what it is that's driving the decisions. I think it's some underlying feelings that drive the decision. I think this is what we're talking about. 
just drives those decisions. But I watched Nathan Peterman throw like nine interceptions in a game. I'm exaggerating. It was like six or seven. It was like in six. A, in a game. Come back. Get another job on another team the very next season. Yeah. And then I listen and I watch this video. And I look at EJ Manuel and I watch him play for the Bills and had a solid season. And we know historically the Bills have been a very bad franchise. Especially as long as you have been paying attention to football. You've never remembered the Bills being good. Right? Sorry. So that kind of just and then he, so he goes from the Bills. Not a t- good situation. I think he may stop somewhere else. The next thing you know, he just washes right out of the league. And you watch these guys who are re- absolutely just not good just sit here and make careers out of football. Right. And so for me, that's the the that still when you say it's a change and it's gotten better, that brings me all the way back to all those feelings are still there. Because it's like when RG3, like, look at RG3. Look at RG3. He's a nobody now. Yeah. He's a fucking nobody. Yet we still talking about Ryan Fitz fucking magic. You see what I'm saying? Yep. Ryan Fitz magic had more stick than, than RG3. And Ryan Fitzpatrick has never had a season better than RG3's rookie year. True. And it's all about the short leash because the first time RG3 played poorly, it was like, I told you so. Can't run and throw. They figured him out. He but got smart hurt. enough. I feel like that was due to him kind of getting hurt in that, that, that season. Yeah. And then he came back and he didn't do as well. Yeah, but so he got hurt. That's one thing. He got hurt. He may not have. Whatever it is, the baseline is he didn't play as well as he did yeah. the previous year. True. And, and initially, I mean, immediately, all the fingers were like, we told you. Right. He couldn't do it. It was a fluke. They didn't have tape on him, and now they have tape on him. He can't outthink people. Right. Boom, 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 and wash right out. Well, he was – that's kind of due to his talent, too, though. He can't really throw the ball like that as well. We I watch mean, a lot of guys who can't throw the ball right. really well right. stay and get chance after chance after chance, and we watch guys who come in to terrible situations. The fucking Redskins, another one. Hell, it, it it just dawned on me, and I think everybody just going crazy today about how the, the state of the Redskins. Right. Like, this historic franchise, John Snyder took over. I didn't realize that two playoff wins in 20 years. <laughs> and it's RG3 fault? <laughs> like, they were like, I literally heard, and see, here we go. I literally heard um, they was talking about, like, coaches who came back. Mike Shanahan, mm-hmm. two-time Super Bowl winning coach. Joe Gibbs, won the Super Bowl with the fucking Redskins in the 70s. I think he won with um Doug Williams. Right. They came back and had their fucking legacies tarnished after leaving that place. That's crazy. And you see, like, but they can make it and like get past that. And but RG three, everybody knows the situation is terrible. Right. But no, it's not. Everything else as far as all RG three. We told you, he get hurt, protected. He can't protect himself. Yet we're not talking about how terrible the offensive line was. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like it's just everything. Like Cam Newton is. I hate it. Everything is, like, about how he dresses and how – I don't care about – it's all this – He's he, this guy is physically ailing, and you have people demanding, like, he needs to retire. <laughs> he needs to retire. And we watch quarterbacks who are shells of themselves collect checks for two and three years past their prime, and everybody said, they could, they deserve to go out on their own. Da-da-da-da. And big checks said that. And this is an MVP, yeah. former MVP. Right. Took his team to the Super Bowl. And it's documented that he has never had the best weapon. Yeah. You feel I me? Mean? Like, you look at Cam Newton, you'd be like, but that team was great. Yeah. He had that. Remember that team with so-and-so? Mm-hmm. 
You feel me? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, I mean, I hear what you're saying, and, like, it's just I just don't think black quarterbacks get a fair shake. And when they are great, I don't ever think that them being black ever comes up. Like, they try to just, oh, he's black, but we're not going to say anything about it. Like when they, when they are when they do great things like when you get Russell Wilson when you get Patrick Mahomes they forget to remind you he's a black quarterback they f- they forget to remind you Pat Mahomes is black yeah I just feel like that Prescott is black the minute they get terrible you'll you'll be reminded they're a black quarterback trust me most definitely so let's go through the list of black quarterback starters we're gonna go through the starters first okay don't alarm you Cam Newton. Russell Wilson, Jameis Winston, Dak Prescott, Jacoby Brissett, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, and now Teddy Bridgewater. It's a good bit of the league right there. And all these are also guys. some of the all some of the top quarterbacks in the league, right? And all of them mm-hmm. are workhorses too. Yeah. yeah, definitely all of them. Jacoby Brissett. I mean, I, I think he's one of the most underappreciated quarterbacks in football. He's he uh, served in place with Tom Brady. I think he Tom Brady got suspended. He served in place because Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt first game of the season. Served in place, played excellent. Nobody thought they were going to win the games. Oh shit, Jimmy Garoppolo's down now. They're fucking Patriots are screwed. Played excellent. They traded on the, the Colts when Andrew Luck was hurt. Played real solid, solid football behind that same offensive line that everybody says that. Why do I get to burping every week? That Andrew, they say, ran Andrew Luck out of town and made him retire. Remember that, that same offensive line? Yeah. That same lack of protection? Jacoby Brissett played behind that, too. Hmm. And he gets absolutely no credit, no respect. The minute Andrew Luck's retired, it's just fucking over with for the, the Colts. Because they look at this black guy, and they don't respect him. They never watched him play. Most people didn't. He just see the black face, and they don't respect him. It's, it's, that's just what it is. But I don't want to get off the high horse cam. And then we're going to go to also the other black quarterbacks in the league. Josh Dobbs, RG3, Dwayne Haskins, Brett, Dwayne Haskins soon to be a starter, Definitely. Brett Hundley, Josh Johnson, and Deshaun Kaiser. A lot of representation, a lot of black quarterbacks in the NFL. I just don't think there's a, enough respect being shown to what these guys do and how athletic they are. And, and like Dayton truly said, they work these guys to death. Like every last one of them looking on the list, like, has been worked to death, underpaid. Something. It's Dak Prescott. You just, pop- a, you just got a check. He hadn't got it yet, but shout out to him. He leveraged himself into a check. Yeah, let's not he sit did. here. Let's not sit here and act like they were. They their intention was to ever do right by him. True. Their their intention was to hope he fail and be mediocre this year, so that they can justify shorting him on his money. Mm-hmm. And now that he's balling out, they're gonna have to pay him, or he gonna just like, right, I just go. They in a tough situation. Any, they got Zeke too, so it's you know. Not even that. You good quarterback, two. not good, hard, uh, hard to come by. And when one, you're not gonna let one come on the open market. Trust me. For sure. Yeah. Um, I just don't think they. I just think they're overworked and undervalued. And then the minute they're, the minute they, bad. the minute there's some adversity in the situation, I think they're very easily uh washed away. Like Cam. And, and me personally, I think um just this conversation itself highlights a bigger topic of how we're willing to accept a certain level of treatment. The short end of the stick. Because we swear that that ice is so much colder. That's why it's, I I feel like it's imperative that we support, you know, what Ice Cube is doing with the big three, and that model needs to be replicated. Because, honestly, 
Like you said, they don't respect those guys, and they never will. Yeah. They never will. They never have, and they never will. As long as, you know, we can put you on the field, and you keep bringing in our – you keep bringing in revenue for the for the team, and we hit our goals at the end of the year, we can give a damn about you because we can always go replace you. Right. And so, like, I remember I was talking to you one day, Cam, and we were having a conversation about how um, – Basically, in in our society and in, in the black society, our our need to be validated and our love for for trinkets and things like that ha- has made us grow selfish. And it was along the lines of, you know, somebody's gonna have to make a sacrifice so that you know we could carve out our own path. Meaning that it's gonna come. It's gonna come to a point to where. Somebody's gonna have to bite the bullet and not maybe be able to see the fruits of that their hard work and their labor right. <coughs> in order for us to to set to to go a different path. Amen. And I think it's it's getting closer and closer. I mean, because at this point it's just blatant. It's blatant that we don't get the respect that we deserve. Um, they don't care about the way they treat us. They don't care about what happens to these players after they retire from the league, and you know. 10, 12 years from now, you know, half of these guys are, are, are suffering from night sweats and they can't sleep and, you know, they're going crazy and they're having all kind of, you know, they got CTE and they're having all type of disabilities and and stuff like that, you know. So it's, it's going to come to a point to where we're going to have to make a decision. Well, that we already need – we already have to make a decision. And so, you know – as long as we sit and accept the treatment, we can't. At some point, you can't even be mad at being treated wrong if you just go accept the treatment. Right, right. So before we get too deep, shout out to Geno Smith and Tyrod Taylor. I forgot I left them off the list. That's two more. Um, don't want to get too deep in that, but we are gonna stay on like some some. I won't say heavy, but um, you saw what happened to Kansas basketball. Did you see that? No, what happened? Um, damn, you really been studying, huh? Been in the busy. books, huh? And then you've been just all on the run today. So Kansas, you heard about it, Dayton? I didn't hear about University it. University of Kansas has pretty much been brought on some level one NCAA violations basketball program. Okay. Um, I want to say it was the words used was inability to maintain institutional control. And once you start hearing those words, it gets real deep. <laughs> right. Um, because that's showing that someone has lost control of the program. Right. And once someone has lost control of the program, it is deemed to be out of control. So that means that the problems are deep. Mm-hmm. It stem from like two players or something. I don't. I don't really know the particulars. I've been busy all day too. But Bill Self has like been named as one of the like the main problems. So like I think he gave like a player like almost hundred thousand dollars shit like that. Because mm. even when like USC crashed and burned, remember back in the Pete right. Carroll days and the Reggie Bush days, like Pete Carroll was never named. It was like just a Program posters yeah. and shit. Uh-huh. Bill Self is like really named, and from what I'm hearing, it's like they probably gonna lose a bunch of scholarships, probably real deals, at least a mandatory like one year postseason ban. Uh, hey. so they don't. They going. don't. Most people don't think Bill Self gonna make it out of this as far as Kansas coach. Right. Uh, real deep, man. A lot of shit going on, but I think that the and they also say if this is gonna happen to Kansas, it's, it's about to be a. a, a a shaft yeah, coming down heavy yeah, across yeah, everybody. Yeah. So when I think, I don't care about the situations. We all know that shit happens all the time across the board. Right. Um, I think it opens up the door 
for these guys to start getting paid. Because yeah. when enough heads roll, I think it'll be like that come to Jesus moment where people are like, all, after all the blood is shed and everybody right. looks and like, damn, if we just would have paid them a couple of dollars, we wouldn't be, you feel me, dealing with this. Uh, so with that being said, what do you think about, because obviously you know that hammer coming down across right. the board and there's going to be a lot of heads that roll. Mm-hmm. And basketball is a sport, so this is probably the the, the – the biggest one as far as pay to you know paying the players without their likeness and stuff of that sort. Right. Where you feel like this is gonna go from here? Because this this is big and it's just like you starting to see like the Lamelo balls and mm-hmm. and unfortunately the path that his dad put him through was unnecessary, but it ended up working to his benefit because right. how he received it and took it and applied it. But people are starting to see that there's not the NCAA is not just a this is the go to route. Yeah, the only way. I th- I think from the discussions that have been had lately um, around players being paid, I think eventually it's going to happen. My only question is, will it be sooner than later? Um, I definitely feel like players deserve to be paid because they bring in literally billions of dollars for these schools and these institutions, and most of that money goes to you know the pockets of the people that sit on the boards and the coaches Chilling. and yep. the staff and, you know, but you have players staff, around there. record label, everybody. Yeah, you have, you have players living off of ramen noodles and crackers, you know. Right. Depending on what school you go to. I mean, for the, the big names going to eat, but I mean, yeah. like, because they, you know, is that's what's going down. But uh, the guy who barely getting playing time. Right. Trying to get it. Uh, like Josh Jacobs. Yeah, because he came without a scholarship, right? I think so, but he so, earned one. Yeah, J- Josh Jacob was hungry as shit at first. Yeah, and then you, you, think, you think about it this way: um, when you're when you're at these big D one schools, a lot of times, you know, a lot of those players aren't there really getting any real education. Oh, for, for, you, for sure. You know, because the schedule is so hectic. Even if they wanted to really just hunker down and and complete their studies the way they should. They don't have time, so be overwhelming. you should be paid because you're there as an employee. You're not there as a student. You're not having a student experience. You're working. Yeah, yeah. I'm on the fence though, so I feel like you know how you're saying. Uh, you know, you, huh? You like Tebow out here? Go yeah. Ahead, uh, listen to Tebow. I'm kind of right. Um, just like you said, after a while, like you keep going to the league and something like that, or like you're talking about a black quarterback. Like after a while, you just like. You're just taking it. Like, you know what's going to happen. So, like, for college, I feel like you know what you're signing up for. I feel like now with basketball, there's more different uh, ways to go to the NBA. So, you don't have to necessarily go to college to go to the NBA. I feel like being paid, they're being paid off their likeness. Not everybody on the team is liked. So, like, football, you, like, got 50, like, 50 players, but you only know. on the college football team, actually. Yeah, I'm just saying you just – you only know like maybe like ten of them on your team, like LSU yeah. players. You only know a few of them, so people getting played on their likeness. It, not everybody's still going to get paid. I mean, it, there there's so much money in this system. Mike. Yeah, for sure. There's enough money to give even, and I think it would be fair where you know if you, if your name is not uh, who's Tua Tagovailoa, Tua is a Heisman candidate. It, you can set the system up yeah. where there are you you have to earn. Right. I don't care how much someone likes you. 
You can, we'll pay you and you'll earn levels of pay. That's the way that you make it even. So if you were a Heisman candidate and you're a Heisman finalist, this is how much you get paid the next season or whatever, or whatever your kicker is. If you all conference, if you all SEC, if you, if you preseason all American because of your work that you put in, I mean, there's ways to do it. And, and that would do nothing but I would think push a better product because it would force you want more money. People, people, a lot of people are driven by money. Right. Yeah. And the people who aren't driven by money, they're driven by that dream to get to the NFL. So I think it's just going to naturally cause people to work harder because you're going to want the money. You're going And to kind of push back on, on what Mike was saying, um, when we look at these schools, like you look at a school like Duke and you look at the caliber of their program, you watch Duke because you know Duke brings in top talent Definitely. to their program. So then the question becomes, is it a program that makes the talent or is it the talent that makes the program? Thank so you. So if it's the talent that makes the program. No. Like both. You got Mike's never the t- Look, Mike, it's never. Well, Mike, it's, got, Mike not out there on that court. I know. He's coaching ball. greats. He got all that experience. Ooh, Some Mike people. Koseski. Mike, oh, yeah. Coach K, yeah, Coach, Coach K. K. I was, just, I, I just heard Mike. Some people just come to like Alabama. Avery Johnson, they only came. Some people, uh, Colin Sexton, he only came to Alabama mostly due to but Avery Johnson. The only time, the, like when you say likeness, the only reason the Alabama basketball program got paid was not for Avery Johnson because Colin Sexton was there. Right, of, of course. Yeah, but he, I mean, so, he, he still. Made, so, so every man in Notre. Here's what I think Dayton is trying to go. Yeah. What if all those players that went to Duke went to Tuskegee? Right. Tuskegee be popping. Right. And what would Duke be? What just, Tuskegee is now, right? Uh, as far yeah. as ba- as a basketball school, right? It's yeah. that simple. So the talent, especially in basketball, the talent. Yeah. Now in football, because you need facilities and all this stuff, basketball, you just need a hoop, a gym, right. cones, uh, good workout trainers, good good regimen, good programs, and you you on your way. Yeah. Colin Sessler could have came to went to Skinky that year. He went to college for real, and, and would have dropped fifty a game. Everybody know he tough with it. Um, somebody's at the door. We're gonna see what that is. I'll let that while I'm, until I come back. Okay. Um, but that's when I agree with Tim Tebow. He was like, when people start getting paid, then like maybe the passion for the sport is not as as high. You know what I mean? Like people stop watching it because now it's kind of like NFL now. Well, the the question is, did Tim Tebow's passion, uh, did his passion die when he started playing for the NFL and he was getting a check? No. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> so so that's a that's a moot point. Yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. I, it would be interesting. I would like to see him pay, but I feel like it may, it may be. Yeah, uh, that's, that's, a, that's an excuse. Back. All yeah. right, I'm back. I just think it's too easy, bro. I think it's just entirely too easy to um to, to pay him something. And it would literally end all that. It would, it would continue to make college football or college athletics the pipeline. Nobody would question the institution. It's just like greed. It's just dri- driven by greed. Um, but we gotta get off that because we gotta speed this show up. I'm, so the next thing now, now we off the heavy shit, Mike. Now we gonna okay. get some shit to laugh about, to talk right. about, to smile about, loosen up. Okay, we babe. good. Ah, all the heavy shit gone. <laughs> Okay. It wasn't even heavy. I like I like convo. Yeah, like yeah. I like convo. Like that. It wasn't like bad shit yeah, happening. Yeah. It was just like because you know I can get a lot deep. Yeah. I, okay. I, I like it wasn't like a lot of yeah. bad yeah. shit happening. It was just like it was just some shit. That, we had to talk. This about was quick. Right. We got to talk about yeah, some shit. Right. So oh, man, I got a new favorite sport, man. <laughs> what? 
Uh, bro, you close that door for us, bro? No? Yeah, appreciate it. Um, New favorite sport. Well, not a new favorite sport, but a new sport on my radar, bro. What is it? Tag, bro. Tag. Tag. What you mean? Like, like you it? Like, yeah, tag yeah, you like, it. Like you it? Cut. Dayton sent me a, t- a video last week <laughs> of World Tag Championships. A World Championship tag, bro. Bruh. Are they serious? It requires so much athleticism, bro. They literally are like, so think about you chasing me, mm-hmm. and it's like all type of like obstacles. Like, so I'm, you're running behind me, and I'm trying to like stay away from you, right. but I got like go up under some shit, over some shit, like Blind under stuff. a pole. Hey, are you on while team? tracking? No, it's just one on one. Oh, sheesh. Well, the ones I've seen is just one on one, bro. One on one. Cross the room. It's like hella obstacles between me and you, but the room like this big. Right. It's like let's get it. He's like. <laughs> Bro, Sign me up. It nah, bro. You, that requires some training, bro. You got it. What you got to do that parkour shit? You yeah. got it. You got to have some. Your quick twitch muscles got to be. Where did you find this? Yeah. Where did you find this? Man, let yeah. me tell you. Something. Oh, yeah. it, just, it it just popped up <laughs> in my YouTube recommendation. Oh, yeah, okay. on YouTube. I don't, I don't even. What know should how be I watching to get recommendations? Man, all kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> World tag. Okay. All kind of stuff. Tag, bro. And it just popped up one day, and I said. Look, the hell is this? Let me check this out. Intense. I said, "Oh yeah, I gotta send this to Cam." This is bro, I was pumped up, bro. But I just know it's nothing I can do. I ain't that athletic, bro. Like, cause you real deal gotta, cause I gotta like while you chasing me, I gotta track you because it's like a course. So like, there's like he can utilize things to corner you. So I gotta track what you're doing while like I gotta go up under this thing too and like not bust my motherfucking head. It's like parkour tag, bro. Oh geez. yeah, bro. It's That's crazy. Exactly it That's tough, man. Slack, wow, bro. They might bring that to school, bro. Some airbender type shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Shit, wow, bro. I, I just want to, I want to, I want to develop it as a workout plan. Let me show you a tape. I'm gonna let you see a tape of this while we talk, that. Mike. Because you gonna be like, man, these folks, wow. You gotta, uh, yeah, I gotta get a workout like involved with that because that. It just seems like you got to tap into so much of your body to compete at that, bro. Yeah, hey man, that's a disaster waiting to happen. Oh, say, absolutely. Hey. Somebody going to crack their oh, head. Yeah. They don't got no helmets. Look at this. Mike, say, check it out. <laughs> he wait till you get close to him. It's, oh, it's on now. Now it go Ooh, crazy. It yes, bro. He, he. Oh, he got him. Got him. Got him. See, but sometimes they be going for like 20 seconds. The longer it gets, it's just more disaster. What's the name of the channel, Cam? Oh, it's World... World Chase Tag. So for all the viewers out there, if you interested in seeing what we watching, is World Chase Tag. Yes, sir. World Chase World tag. Chase Tag on YouTube. That shit is insane, it's bro. Insane if they put some helmets on, I'm down. They need a little more. Pro- they need a little more protection, protection out there, no, bro. I think it's- it makes it more uh, entertaining. No protection. Look at this, bro. Let's go out there and show you. Show me what you got. Um, Rod, I'm going to show you this shit after we get done. This is crazy. This um, yeah, bro. I feel like nowadays you can make anything now. Oh, yeah. Just make it exciting. Yeah, That's man. You That's definitely what, can. That's you can make, make everything crazy. You can make a good living for it, too. They definitely. Right. I'm sure they thought they was kind of like. I'm sure those guys make like, like I'm sure there's a million dollar tag athlete. Oh, for sure. Sponsored by Nike, probably. When they came up with it, they was like, hey, let's make a, a whole game about tag. And then. All you gotta do is just put a little substance behind it and it's lit. The the key is to if you can develop a fan base, anything can go. Anything can go. Anything can turn up. 
Anything. Anything can turn up. We gonna roll it. We finna we finna close it out, Mike. We got some one more thing to hit that I was looking at that I thought was funny. Then we gonna roll you out with this pop culture. Say less. You didn't see that coming, huh? No. I know you didn't. <laughs> I was looking for something a little more hip. Like, that's that's old. Like, I, I was even hip to that one. I'm sorry. Oh, but so I was reading something. In the field, I didn't know this was a thing, actually, until I saw, like, a video. You seen that video? Like, I think it was, like, a Titans game or something. Was, like, they caught some shit on fire, like, the pregame shit. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. It's tightening up over there. Yeah, so now so now the NFL has banned the use of pyro at games. That's the fire, right? Yep. Dang. And I'm like, why the, the fuck the did they have that? Like, this is not the fucking WWE. You feel me? No, when you run out of the entrance. I, it's not the, it's not, you see what happens. is All that extra shit he was doing, it just, for what? It's like not it. the W, you can get the same effects with strobe lights. You, what you burning shit up in the in a dome and shit? Yeah, man, what y'all that's doing? why I think they got the UGA got the, like the little light show when they when they uh, yeah right yeah. do like the NBA turn the lights off and go crazy with the lights the light but they got the pyros and stuff who the uh, NBA what, they ain't burning the Hawks shit. got the right on top of the court I think they got the flow of fire yeah they do yeah the they fire go right there well the Hawks kind of they just reaching to get people to come to the game ooh the Hawks got fire by the court <laughs> Hawks doing all type of shit to get people to come to the game yeah man uh, you know that, the fire, let's man. not compare we don't want to talk about it. first off today we ain't t- what you know what you want to talk about Atlanta sports let's talk okay Falcons lost yeah man shout out to my boy Keanu Neal he had another uh, ACL injury man well no Achilles. You don't look at him. He's from the A, but he, I don't think he give a damn about the Falcons. No, I don't give a damn about the Falcons. I don't give a damn about any NFL team right now. That's sad, man. You got to uh, be a Falcons Yeah, man. Falcons lost, man. I just remember when a lot of people, you know. We good. When I picked against him, I guess people thought that uh, I was picking, like, as a hater. You but was. if you listen every week, I speak highly of Jacoby Brissett in the Colts. So I knew y'all was gonna get rain. He was just about to. Cha- he was just about to change the I team. I only was about to change my pick, and I forgot it was the Falcons they were playing. Because whatever the text thread was, I said, "Guys, can I change my pick? Darius Leonard is out." Right. And then not you immediately Jacoby. responded. You said no, and then you said, "Hold on, do you want to pick the Falcons?" And that <laughs> immediately reminded me, "Oh yeah, they playing the Falcons." I just saw on the fantasy report that Darius Leonard was now ruled out. I said, "Oh shit, I know I picked the Colts. That's a big blow." But then once you remind me of the Falcons, I was locked in, baby. Wow. You feel me? Sorry, man. We Shout just... out to the Saints. Uh, we ain't got one here now. We want to talk about winners. Shout out to the Saints. Everybody thought we was out. I told y'all we wasn't out of it. Teddy Bridgewater can manage the game. Our Seahawks. defense is good enough. Oh, Seahawks. I bet if you go look on the Instagram and the Twitter and the Facebook and all this shit, I bet you go see five people pick the Seahawks and one person pick the Saints. And I got laughed. On every social media, all this shit we trying to get to 1K, I got laughed at on all of it. Yeah, Cam, stupid. Yep. Falcons, I mean, the Saints dead. Y'all going to win this week? Yeah. Who y'all play? Cowboys. Oh, yes. And you know why? Let me, I'm going to explain to us. I don't want to so I don't say I told y'all so after the fact. I don't want people to think I'm being a fan. I really think we're going to win. There's one reason. One, we actually had a really good defense. I think it showed y'all. We beat the shit out of the Seahawks. I don't care what fantasy owners think about Russell Wilson's stat line and those 50 points he, he gave you. Like, yeah. yeah, fantasy owners, people who watch fantasy football didn't watch the game think Russell was like a close game. We, beat, like the, we beat them so bad that that's why he scored 50 points trying to get them back in the game. Mm. Um, 
Our defense is really good, and I think that we remember how badly the Cowboys beat us last year. I think they came and they handled us. They really handled us. They yeah, manhandled. I, I, I was a. I admit, like I immediately after the game, I called my boy Pro and said, "Pro, they beat." I don't know what happened. These lights are just making the bugs just fucking. I don't know. But I told Pro, I said, "This is the first time I ever can admit my team was literally handled by another team." So I think they remember how they was handled last year. I think they're not gonna get handled like that this year. Who I think they that? remember. They got bullied. Was it in Dallas? Yeah, they put my. They put Alvin. I don't remember. Where, it don't matter where the game is. When you get bullied, it don't matter the next time you see the bully. You're going to come back ready to fight. I like and, all um, this energy he's, he got. Because right for now. real, bro, we got bullied that game. They knocked Alvin Kamara out of the game. Mm. They was hitting him in the helmet and stuff. Yeah. And we ain't forgot how bad they hit us. And they, they, they bullied us. And I think a team one year removed from that, remember how the aggression they came out with, and they won't get caught like that again. So with that being said, I don't want people to think I told you so after the fact. I really think we're just gonna come with a level of aggression this okay. game. I don't I think the Cowboys are the superior team without our quarterback. Uh but I think we're gonna come and, and reach a level of aggression. I, I think if we can get up seven points, yeah. seven to ten points, okay. I think our defense can can keep us in the game. But fuck all that too. I don't care. Interesting. We're trying to get in the pop culture, man. I've been trying to steer you to your pop culture. I've been trying to talk to you. Man. Okay. You've been gone. We ain't hit Pop culture ain't the same when you ain't here, bro. Because man, I live under a rock, and like I spend most of my time looking at sports and trying to, you know, expand and stuff. And and what I, you I, got, I Mike. y'all rely on you. What you got? What I got? Uh, look, man. Did y'all know AB's in school? I did hear he I enrolled did. in Central Michigan. Yeah, my boy taking classes now. He taking, taking econ classes and all that stuff, just like me, man. I'm about to talk to him. Uh. <laughs> Right, I, need, I need help out there. You told me that econ test was hell. Uh, y'all watched the Emmys, did y'all? Uh, I I didn't watch them, but I was excited about the Emmys because Shannon right. Sharp was uh one of the one of the red carpet hosts. So I was excited. Have you seen this closet? I've been. I mean, I watched this like sneaker shopping with Complex, and like it's I knew he. Yeah, his sneaker game crazy. Yeah, yeah. sneaker game is crazy. Yeah, yeah I, I saw he, the episode too. Yeah, yeah, it was sick. yeah. You yeah. hold on. Who dressed better, him or him or Skip? Shit, him. Him, him, because he just got different flavors. When Skip, but when Skip come with that black on black, he be crazy with it though. And now he didn't pull the chain with the black on black. What? I don't. I forgot. I think some somebody who came on the show gave him the chain, and so now he wear like this gold chain with the black on black. Yeah, I know. He be coming with the dress. Yeah, but Shay go crazy. Shay go crazy. Dress game. Greatest rap beef ever. Ever. Man, I know, I know y'all, listen, y'all been listening to a lot of music. I was just before, talking to my brother my about time. this. I'm trying to see what's my brother going. was listening. To, this is crazy. Okay. My brother was just sitting. I want to say, yesterday, a day before, listening to Ethan, mm-hmm. and I said, "That's the second greatest diss song of all time," to No Vaseline, which will lead me to tell you that I think the greatest beef of all time was in WA, and the kind of they split. I think it, because I, I think what it did, like, change rap. I think it, from if they don't split, Death Row never happened. You know what I'm saying? True. You know, they're like, what Dr. Dre's greatness of ever, like, look at how Dr. Dre impacted so many. Like, I think that is the greatest beef ever because what came of it. Mm. That's an interesting perspective. Um, Greatest rap beef. Well, you hit us with a doozy there. Yeah, um, I was just prepared because I listened to Ether <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Shit. Yeet. And honestly, 
greatest rap beef uh-huh. that probably had the most smoke, but ended in tragedy for both parties. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it had to be big and pop. Man. I'm sorry. Why are we laugh? I mean, but I hate. It was just how you built it up. Seriously. It was how you built it up. It's not funny. But no, it's seriously. Built it's, it up. Not, it's not funny at all <laughs> because, you know, two two people were taken from us, two icons. Yeah. Um, Even though I hold no respect to persons, but even still, I, you know, you hated to see those brothers go, go through what they went through. But. If we just talking about greatest rap beefs, like they really had smoke, the big uh, smoke, big smoke, like it was authentic. So it it made for for a hell of an entertaining beef um, that uh, unfortunately ended in tragedy. But that had to be my greatest one. Okay, I think an underrated honorable mention uh-huh. might be the fan in me, uh-huh. but will be Drake. Yeah, that's mine. And Pusha T. Oh, okay. Nah, I like because it was Drake just or was it Drake? Yours Drake and Meek. Yeah, Drake and Meek. I think that it was, was just like that little that yeah. I think it was just that little time. But I right. I guess there's I think the Drake that Drake year yeah. or whatever it was that Drake period that of spin. Being, that is a very honorable mention because he handled even though he lost the pusher and well he didn't lose the push because it shout out to Cuz because Cuz Cuz told him not to drop the tape. Yeah, he's like hey. That's word to mouth. He told me that to my face. He, I, I, he for, told me. For those, for those that don't know, Cam is related to Jay Prince. I didn't so, want to tell everybody. Yeah, well, you said cuz. I mean, who? <laughs> you knew. <laughs> no, nah, this way. I'm kidding. I mean, well, we're not kidding, but I don't care if anybody right. know. Shout out to Big Cuz, Jay Prince. Shout out to all my family over there. Rap a lot. But Big Cuz, they, they said he had some heat, okay? Mm. We should have dropped the heat, shit. Instead of letting me down, he let me down. He, he let me down, I was down waiting too. On him to respond. He right. let me down too. But when I when I looked at him and said, "Was it hot?" He, and he told me, "Yeah." I said, "Okay, okay." I, yeah, I can, he I can, talked about it on the shop. He was like, "It's some, it's some." Yeah, places I, I went. I, I, don't I just, hear that, I just, man. I wish. I really think they got the tape still. And I think, oh yeah, they got if the tape. I, next time I see him, I'm, I'm gonna have to put some pressure. Like, let me hear it, bro. I let him pat me down, bro. I might have to listen to the song, but naked, bro. Right. You feel <laughs> say, no, but I need God. to hear it, bro. Because he, I feel the pride, but they told me it was, it was nasty, bro. It was, yeah. it was nasty, and I, and it, what I knew they weren't blowing smoke because you can see the look in their face, like when they were like, nah, bro. Like you, you not have you not gonna get serious. Like, no, shit, they should have let <laughs> him drop it, man. Mm. He just said like that, like he, it made sense because he, I didn't get what he was saying because we was like it was loud, you know, it was like uh-huh. you don't get in and everybody was on him, so you know you kind of can't really get a full personal conversation. That's more like when we back family reunion type shit, right? But um, when he went on, I forgot which show it was. And he just said like the pig pen mentality. He just knew what it was gonna go to because once Drake dropped that. You know, Push actually is a street dude. Like, you know, well, and I won't say a street dude, but he is more street than Drake. So, you know, you just didn't want to take it there, and then right. now it's there and there and there. And then we back to where you saying, you know, Biggie and Pac and it's real, real smoke. Well, do we really see, like, some Biggie and Pac level? Nowadays, yeah, because smoke, these young nothing. kids just don't value yeah. life but and I'm, care about life but anymore. But I'm saying between, between Drake and, and Push, I mean, it's Drake and Push. But it, not not saying that social media is so powerful, Dayton, bro. It don't gotta be Drake and push no more to pull. Like it can just be Drake. Like I'm, oh, I'm a super Drake stand. Like you just sat down and said, "Ooh, can you got the Scorpion in the radio?" The the the. Right. 
I got Scorpion right there on vinyl, man, right there next to Dayton. You feel me? I'm a fan. And if I was like a real impressionable fan, like, and I just took and gravitated towards the beef so you're gonna and kill, developed you're the- going to kill for Drake. Some people, people will, will not me. Yeah. Absolutely you're not. You're the, uh, the Chief Keith. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. Chief Keith. Oh, oh. Speaking of since we talking about 6 9 6 yeah. 9 oh, yeah, let's We wanted to it. talk about 6 9 let's before get we get it. out of here. We just want to talk about snitching, Mike. So we're going to ask you, because this, this question was proposed to me. I definitely didn't have this on tap. I forgot about it, but I'm glad okay. we're talking about it. Okay. What, what are the rules to snitching? What are? What are the rules? I don't even know if there are rules. It's just those. Because I was hit with a bunch of different scenarios, okay. and I felt differently about all, right. all of them, and, and it was one of the scenarios where I'm like, well, yeah, I'm going to snitch. And it was right. like, damn. I'm like, look, I'm like, <laughs> did I just say that? <laughs> did I just say that? But it was like, it was like the scenario was like, I didn't do anything. And it was like a real random person did it and I saw him do it. Like, right. yeah, I'm like, no, he did it. I didn't. Yeah. But like, what are the rules? It's really weird because like the whole 6 9 situation, also the Antonio Brown, um, Shannon Sharp got called him Antonio. Six nine yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I remember that. Um, because he said that he aired out some of his dirty laundry. Like, what are the rules to snitching? Like, is just mind your business? Is that just kind of the, the golden rule? I feel like it's like mind your business, but you never know what situation somebody's in. You know what I mean? I'm like six nine in a tough situation, so you don't know how you gonna react until you in his shoes. You know? What of mean? course. I, so, I mean, I don't judge anybody. I mean, yeah, I, so, I just look at it like yeah. I, uh, He's snitching. Right, he's snitching. That's about all I got to say. Right, he's snitching. Just, yeah, so. I ain't going to sit here and stand on no soapbox and be like, uh, nah, because that's how you get your foot in your mouth. You know what I'm saying? So. so I don't like to stand on them, man. I don't know if there's any rules, though. I just feel like, uh, you know, you just, just play it smart. <laughs> you got to play it smart. Play your cards right. What do you think, D? Dave? He a snitch. <laughs> Oh, he most definitely oh, yeah, is a snitch. A snitch. For that, and, for that and, case, he's a, definitely a snitch. But like I told you before the start day, not I, I look at snitching, and I also I always hold the the other party accountable. I try to make sure their 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 accountability is met. So in the six nine situation, I looked at six nine from the jump and thought he was a fraud. Right. So like in your eyes, like what did you expect? And then when you look deeper into the situation, you know that like his whole identity was built and fabricated so like when you really in this lifestyle like when you bring someone in who hadn't lived it and hadn't grown it and it didn't organic to them when shit go bad they're going to revert to what they know what they know yeah yeah and i i get that and i agree with that but i feel like you know when you when you proclaim that you live by a certain code and you know you in the streets, and you this what you do, and you know you gang gang, and you rapping and all this shit. Gang gang. When you know when them chips fall, yeah, ain't no telling. There is no telling. Oh yeah. Um, but we know you know there's no honor amongst these as well. True. So I mean you got you got a ton of people out here snitching, but to say that is. You know, does that make them, does it make it honorable? Hell no. Are they still a snitch? Yes. And the rules are, if you if you are living by a certain code, if you in the game, if you in the streets, if you doing whatever, and you get caught, or the people around you 
you and whoever else get caught and you knew what it was from the start, mm-hmm. now you can't tell. Got zip the lips, man. Now, it was a scenario earlier where, let's say, all three of us are riding in the car together. Mike, I got a gun in the car. You don't know I got a gun and and, a, and some drugs in the trunk. All right. You don't know this. Now, we get pulled over. I jump out. Me and Cam jump out of the car. We run. <laughs> we get away. Bing, bing. The police arrest you, and they find a gun in the car, and they find the drugs. Right. Now, they're about to put the drugs on you. I wouldn't be mad. All right, I'm telling <laughs> If you I'm telling That's I my life. I wouldn't be mad at that because, <laughs> I, I, I mean, you came in the situation <laughs> with no knowledge. You know, I didn't I didn't give you any warning. Hey, bro, before you get in this car, man, We, I'm in here hot. You know what I'm saying? I got, a, I got a gun beside me, and I got some shit in the trunk. I ain't tell, I ain't let you know that. I just told you to hop in and ride with me. Right. So, you know, I wouldn't be mad at that. Now, do I consider that snitching? No. Now you may have some people out there that that say, "Oh man, that's some snitch shit." You you weren't supposed to tell, regardless. But right. that's ignorance. Yeah. But now, if you before if I warned you before you got in this car, and you still, yeah, and you still got in the car, yeah. you knew what it was. So yeah. Yeah, at that point you snitching. Right. Okay. I agree with that. Okay. So we got the snitch. We got we, we figured out. Well, we didn't figure it out. There's a lot of variables of snitching and when it's right and wrong. It's tough. But you know, the end is near. The yeah. end is here. You uh, know what I'm saying? Esports, what's up with that, man? We we we'll talk about that later. We got okay. a lot of we got a lot of I know how you done with your my player and all that stuff. I don't wanna talk about it right now. I'm just frustrated with two K. I'm frustrated I'm just focusing on other things right now. Okay. Um understand one, man. One thing, bro, is it true that Martha Stewart did not snitch? I don't know. When she went down? I, I believe that is true. true. I seen a meme that says, shout out to Martha Stewart. She a real one. She didn't snitch. If that is so, shout out to Martha. I'm going to go right. buy some sheets tomorrow. She didn't snitch. Look him didn't snitch. The list okay. goes on. Yeah. Shout out to the folks that don't snitch. Shout out to the folks that don't get in the shit so they ain't got to snitch. You feel exactly. me? Exactly. Yeah, that's, right that's the key. Yeah, you feel me? Just stay don't out. get in this stay shit. Stay cool. Right. Stay away from people that's going right. to even cause you to even have to snitch on them. True. I don't have to tell them, Mike. Yeah, I don't have to tell on Dane because they don't do nothing. I gotta tell all of them about. You feel me? Exactly. So that's what we gonna do. But you know, we appreciate y'all sitting down, dating again. Appreciate you coming through. Oh, I'm, I'm sure, sure you'll come back me, through. Man, I enjoyed I'm, myself. Yeah, yeah I'm sure you'll come me. back. Holla at the has beens. Keith was out of town this week. Keith doing big Sorry, things. Keith. You know, he working. Roll tight. Uh, okay. Thanks. Um. But you know, until the next time, man, you know, holler at us. Roll the 1K, man. Where can they oh, yeah. fucking find us, Mike? Wildcard Sports. That's on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Website is thewildcardsports.com. Y'all like, subscribe, follow, comment, anything that tells you to do on uh, all those social media platforms, man. We, Just do it. Yeah, man. Roll the 1K is real. Well, I, can't, I guess we can use that because Nike will be trying to. Right. You know, nowadays, bro, you. Because it's going up on YouTube. You say the damn catchphrase, they going to come at you for infringement, bro. Yeah, for sure. So, <laughs> Keith, we might have to rip that off, you know what I'm saying? But y'all just ha- y'all handle that, man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all come and holler at us, man. We going to keep bringing it to you. We ain't going nowhere. Yes, sir. We ain't going. Which button is that, Mike? We ain't going nowhere. I think it's the. No. Is that? I'm not fucking leaving. We ain't fucking Woo! going nowhere, bro. You feel it? So, you know, subscribe and come back next week, you know what I'm saying? We'll we give y'all a better show than this week. 
you know, and a better show and a better show and a better show yeah, and it get better. better, better. We just blabbing right now, so we're going to get up out of here. Has Been's Podcast, Episode 12, Cam Will, Mike, DP, man, we out of here, man. Yes, sir. All right, bet.